Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is a T20 domestic strike rate's 150. Here is Young, who will get his 100 this time. Goes back, elegantly plays the ball through, extra cover. What a knock, Will Young. New Zealand under Juris early. He got through that testing time and has filled his boots. Will Young, 100 of 82. New Zealand, 231 for the loss of four. His third one-day international 100. And he gets a warm embrace from his Central District partner and debutante, Clarkson. Well, New Zealand have a 1-0 series lead over Bangladesh. Uh, the Black Caps are winning a rain-affected, and I mean affected, match in Dunedin by 44 runs, thanks to our good friends uh, Duckworth, Lewis Stern. New Zealand making 239 for 7 off 30 overs. Uh, Bangladesh, after a bright start, uh, can only muster 200 for the loss of 9, so comfortable in the end. Uh, the player of the game was Mr Will Young, who scored a brilliant 105 off 84 balls. He took a couple of catches, including an incredible snare at deep mid-wicket. He joins us uh, before venturing on a plane to head north. I think Nelson's the next uh, venue on Wednesday. And you're doing your best to, A, avoid uh, sirens and Christmas carols in the hotel. What are they, what are they singing to you, Will? <laughs> yeah, good morning, and uh, no, thanks for having me on, but I've just stepped outside, the Christmas carols are too much, but it's uh, been replaced with some, some sirens in the background, so apologies for the background noise. No, that's right, so you're not at the Basin Reserve though, right? <laughs> no, not at the Basin Reserve, but it could easily be mistaken for it. Uh, after so a day like in, that, uh, when you ha- yeah, carry on, carry down, on. Yeah, just down in Dunedin, and um, yeah, as you say, about to catch a flight up to, up to Nelson this afternoon. Um, it should be nice to, to have a Black Caps game up there. It's been a while since um, the Black Caps have played up in Nelson, so I'm sure we'll get a good crowd in, and the weather's meant to be nice too. It's always nice up there, right? Well, that's what the locals tell us at every opportunity. You, you Central Districts boys love, uh, you know, uh, you know, talking up your weather in your yeah, variety know, of centres that you play. Yeah, if there's ever, uh, you know, uh, rain required in any of the, the districts, they say host the Black Caps game and, and, and it'll come, so... <laughs> Especially <laughs> in Hawke's Bay too, but no, this year's the year. We'll, uh, we'll get some nice cricket in. Uh, it was a long day for you. Uh, on, off, on, off, on, off, and you're out in the field for a full 30 overs. Did, did you jump out of bed this morning rather sprightly considering your own efforts? Is that the best way to get over a long day? Uh, yeah, it was a long day. Um, a, a lot of it was, was spent sitting around, though, so um, no, I did a bed all right this morning. Um, but, yeah, one, one day cricket, can be can be a long day, um, you know, especially you know coming from India where we've been recently playing the World Cup, you know, in the in the heat and things like that. Fifty overs in the field and then you know straight back out there batting can, can be a long day um, and tough on the body. But 
No, feeling all right this morning, thanks. Yeah, a really fascinating day. The toss is made, they win it, they decide to bowl, then the rain comes. So you have to wait, well, I think over an hour, it might have been an hour and 10 minutes before play actually started. And uh, you're at the other end as uh, two left-handers nick off in the opening over. What are you thinking at that stage? Yeah, I mean, the first first um, couple of overs in a series are, are quite important, you know, um, just to, to set the tone. And, and unfortunately, we, we lost two in that first over, which which wasn't ideal. Um, but no, but um, skipper, uh, Tom Latham came out to bat and, yeah, we had to sort of... Um, hold back a bit and you know give give the bowlers some some respect which which they definitely deserve you know they bowled bowled beautifully got the ball to swing and there was a bit of bounce in that um to need wicket as well so we felt that once we got through that um you know we might be able to exploit um you know some of their spinners and and other bowlers later on when when the ball was a bit older and you know sometimes the the, the plan comes off and you know it was a bit different with on and off with the rain but um, at one stage we came back out and there was 10 overs to bat and we had 8 wickets left in the hut so you know, we thought we'd just uh, have some fun and, and thankfully it came off Yeah I thought they bowled really well I thought Sharofa was really demanding um, Yeah, he got the ball to move around and that bounce which was nice to see and I think your bowlers really enjoyed that later in the day but uh, you get through that sort of testing 14 over, I think it was about 14 overs when you go off at 63 for 2 but you and Tom came out and then had 45 runs in about five and a half overs uh, before the rain came again. What what was the thinking there? Were, you know, after 14 overs, is right. We we need to see. We need to be a little bit more assertive here. Duckworth Lewis turn is going to be a factor. Yeah, we we knew what the forecast was, and we knew we'd we'd lose quite quite a number of overs. Um, so if we could, um, you know, it's always a bit tricky. You know, you've got to lay a platform to to launch from later, but at the same time, you can't muck around too much. You need to get this, the scoreboard ticking. And it actually happened quite naturally. You know, we talked about being about 100 off 20 overs. Um, but, yeah, as you say, like, when we came out after that rain, rain delay, Tom and I just managed to find the middle of the bat and a few gaps. And, you know, we're up over that 100, um, 100 run mark after 19 overs. So so we, we nailed that and, and got a bit of momentum on our side and, and then, yeah, I suppose the icing on the cake was just the way that um, we managed to finish the innings off. Yeah, that second rain break, I, I think, came at the right time for Bangladesh. I thought, anyway, I'm sure you guys wanted to carry on the way we, you were tracking. The rain came comes down quite heavy. We lose quite a substantial amount of time. Uh, you, you, you return. And is it just simply, is it death mode from that moment? Because it looked like it. I think 131 runs the team get in just over 10 overs. It's extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. I think we've seen that... Um, Certainly, with domestic cricket over the years, is you know if you if you're in and the ball's old um, down there at the University Oval, you can certainly make hay. Um, so yeah, like we went went back out after that rain delay, and I think it was 10.4 overs left. And and as I said before, you know we had eight, eight wickets left with some some serious um, firepower in that middle order. So we thought, you know, let's just go to crack here, and um, yeah, and it came off. It would have been nice for the debutant Josh Clarkson to to get more of a more of a go because he can certainly clear the boundary, um, and you know, like the Chappie, he came in and, and hit sixes from from ball one too. So, you know, we had some firepower, and we thought, you know, let's just give this a good good old crack, and, and it came off, which was great. Yeah, you and Tom combined for a, a match-defining uh, partnership. It was brilliant batting, and it was great to see Tom back to form. He's probably been lean runs in, in recent times by his very high standards. 
But just tell me, tell me about your own innings. Um, you grafted through that early stage. I think at one stage I remember looking down and you were 17 off 36. You then get 88 off the next 48. How do you explain that? Are you just seeing it like a basketball? Um, well, I certainly wasn't at the start. Um, <laughs> 17 <laughs> off 36 is an idea to start an ODI innings. But um, I think... You know, you've got to give credit where it's due to, to the way Bangladesh bowled, especially with the with the new ball. Um, as I said before, it was swinging around and a little bit unpredictable um, off the wicket. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, you know, sometimes you, you you get a bad ball when you hit it to a fielder, and that pressure just builds a little bit. But they managed to to hang in there, and um, you know, as I said, when, when you're in and and uh, the wicket's flat and the ball's a bit older at University Oval, you can you can certainly bump up that strike rate. And, yeah, I was just lucky that, um, you know, I, I started seeing it nicely at the end there and it sort of it sort of worked well with Tom, you know. We, we dovetailed nicely. He he was um, he was on fire um, early doors and I was sort of getting him on strike and then when he got out, I, I, I took over. So, um, yeah, I, you don't really plan it like that. It was just sort of, sort of the way it ended up, but um, yeah, to, to have that partnership with Tom and to, to get 230-odd off 30, we were we were stoked, and I was just happy to, to play my part in that. It looked like you were really trusting the surface. You weren't trying to manufacture too much. Uh, there's no agricultural strokes. It was just true cricketing strokes, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I try not to to premeditate too much, and I seem to hit the ball better when, when I try time it anyway. You know, if I get a bit agricultural with it. It doesn't seem to work for me. It, it just <laughs> way it is. So, uh, um, yeah, yeah, man, managed to find a few gaps and clear the clear the rope once or twice, which was nice. Was that, was that your most pleasing one day international innings? I, I don't know how you rate them. Uh, I, I guess we as fans look at three figures and go, "That's where you start." I don't know how you feel. Yeah, I think any any game where you know if you, if you get a hundred or if you get like a match winning fifty or sixty, even whatever games that you know you can sit in the dressing room afterwards and enjoy a win with the lads um and you've played a part in that i think is always pretty special but yeah to start off the home summer with a win and and a and a a contribution like that's pretty cool yeah uh the target's 245 duck with lewis stern work their magic add a few more uh for bangladesh to chase in 30 overs it always looked like a very 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 good score to me especially when adam milne uh, comes out swings at jacob duffy too um they looked very threatening in the first few overs, didn't they? Yeah, you know, ab- absolutely. Milne, Milne can swing the ball at pace. Um, you know, we saw that first dismissal of his where it seemed to pitch on about leg and, and take the outside edge. That was a hell of a hell of a delivery. And, and Duff certainly knows how to bowl down at University Oval as well. Um, and then we had um, Willow Walk on debut who's, you know, got his height and bounce and he can swing the ball as well. So, um, yeah, it was a... Perfect attack, really, um, on a pitch which did have some bounce, and um, you know, against um, you know subcontinent opposition such as Bangladesh, you know, typically they don't like the bounce as much. So it was nice to, to get out there and, and do that. But again, it was a it was a full team effort. You know, the way um, Ish bowled as well from from a tough end, and yeah. and Clarky came on um, and and managed to get some bounce out of the surface too. Showed showed that he's more than just a part time bowler. So. No, it was a, a complete bowling effort, really. It was awesome to see. It really was. I thought his Sodi spell was really important. Uh, Shanto, we know, is a really dangerous player, getting him bowled around his legs and also Redo, another player in that uh, top order of theirs, uh, important. But 
Uh, Josh Clarkson, too, um, he got the ball to, to move around. He was put under a little bit of mm. pressure, but responded well. Will O'Rourke's a good example of that. I think 14 off his first over, but sort of really held his nerve. So, uh, you know, once again, mm. newcomers come into this environment and, and seemingly look kind of at home. Yeah, yeah, I think um, you, you would have heard it before, but it, um, it sort of bodes well for, for the state that domestic cricket's in because, you know, Clarkie and Will O'Rourke, they've, they've been putting numbers on the board for, for a number of seasons now, and to get their chance, I think they just see it as a great opportunity and, you know, keep doing what they've been doing. And, you know, they know that they've got the back end of the group too. So for them to, to hold their nerves, um, you know, on, on debut, um, you know, when there's a few other distractions around from what they're used to is, is pretty special. I'm sure they'll play um, a lot more cricket for New Zealand in, in years to come. Where do you see yourself at now as far as your game is concerned? In, outs, just due to the nature of competition, you obviously had a, you know, quite a good uh, World Cup, but then you had to watch the business end of the tournament, which I'm sure is frustrating. Uh, you know, sort of how, how do you stay ready not knowing exactly where you're going to be playing day in, day out, if you know what I mean? Yeah, it certainly can be tough, um, you know, sort of coming in and out of the side and being on the periphery a little bit. But um, I, I think, you know, you, you sort of put your pride to one side you know, you'd like to play every game, of course, but you put your pride to one side and and take the opportunities when they come, and you know, try try your best to, um, you know, to be fit and ready and and well prepared when those op- opportunities do come. Um, I think that's pretty important. Um, you know, it, it can be quite easy to to you know to think, oh, what if you know you're you're playing more often and and, and things like that. You've just got to enjoy the game for what it is and and take every opportunity as it comes, whether it's for the Black Caps or for, or for me, for the Stags, you know, whatever cricket I play, I want to mm. um, just enjoy it as much as I can and, and try win games for my team. And, and when the opportunities do come, you know, you're not putting too much pressure on yourself or anything like that. It's just business as usual, really. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's best when fresh as well. You know, I've had a, a couple of months on the drinks now, as you say, at the end of the World Cup there and, and that Bangladesh Test Tour as well. So it was nice to to get back out there and it can be well yes it certainly was just a, a nice feeling to be running around again and, and having an opportunity to, to impact the game Although I'm sure you were happy not to bat on that uh, the pitch for the second test in Bangladesh, that looked like an absolute nightmare and it's kind of sad for test cricket that they produced something like that Yeah, yeah it was, we've actually been to Dhaka or Bangladesh a number of times over the last couple of years and to be honest the wicket's been pretty similar. We had a, a five-match T20 series where, you know, we, we nearly defended 90 and we got bowled out for 60 and they were six, seven down chasing that. So we went there knowing that the pitch was going to be difficult, but you're right, especially for, you know, like a pinnacle event like Test Cricket, it's it's a shame that the scores were so low and it was, you know, a bit of a lottery, to be honest, when, when you're batting on, on wickets like that. But, um yeah, yeah, hopefully hopefully um, it can improve in, in time to come. But, you know, the first test in Select Wicket was really nice up there, I think. A chance to score around 300 is a pretty good, um, yeah, pretty good recipe for, for test cricket, really. So um, just that Ducker Wicket was a bit, bit tougher. Yeah, that's probably fair to say, actually, now that I think about it, that that first uh, test surface was, uh, you know, compelling viewing. It went down to the wire. Yeah. Um, 
for the second one, you know, it struggled to go 180 overs. That's just not good enough. Uh, you, your opportunities, especially in one-day cricket, have come more away from home. I think you've played for every one at home. You've played two overseas. I, I don't know if you're a stats-driven uh, dude, uh, Will Young. Um, you, you're quite well aware of your home record. You're averaging over 90 in one-day international cricket at home with 300s in just eight games. You must be incredibly proud of that. But is the big work on for you sort of outside of our home confines, working on your production overseas? Is that is that something you've identified? Um, yeah, those stats are news to me. Um, I Yeah, I, I think um, it's always tougher to, to play... Yeah. away from home um, the conditions are slightly different um, so yeah no, certainly certainly uh, some room to work on that but um, at the same time you know it's, it's, it's awesome playing in New Zealand and in front of yeah. the home crowd and um, you know you've got your family and friends here and stuff which is which is always cool so um, yeah long may that con- continue <laughs> um, you know, yeah. a couple more ODIs coming up with uh, uh, Nelson and and uh, McLean Park as well in Napier, which are two home ground, grounds uh, for CD, which I'm really looking forward to playing in, and hopefully some more runs and success for the team there as well. Well, uh, ever humble as I would expect from you, uh, Will Young, I'd be telling everyone in the world about my home average if my numbers uh, were that high, <laughs> but we'll get you out on this one. Uh, you, you can provide some sort of uh, inside information. What, could, what will conditions likely be at Saxton Oval? Is it a bat first wicket? Ball first? Does it take turn? You know, let, 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 give us some info. Um, yeah, well, without being up there and having a look, it's a little bit tough to say. But um, Nelson's normally a normally a nice white ball wicket to bat on. To be honest, it, it's pretty yeah. even paced. It, it can take a little bit of turn and just hold in the surface fraction. But these are just sort of general themes of of playing there over the years you've got to be adaptable and, and play what's in front of you at, at the end of the day. But, um, yeah, hopefully the sun's shining. Um, normally the, the Nelson crowd uh, get out in full force and support us, so I expect nothing different there. Um, and, yeah, it's, a, it's a, just a beautiful ground, really. It's nicely sized as well with, you know, 65, 70 metre boundaries all around. So it should be a, a really good contest uh, between us and, and Bangladesh in a couple of days. Good man, Will. I know you've got to catch your flight. Thanks so much for giving up your time. Well done yesterday. Keep up the great work. We appreciate your time on SCNZ. No, great to have a chat. Thanks very much.